Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Oh, What a Glorious Morning. This is a show about a night owl on his journey to becoming a morning person and the fucked up dreams he has along the way. six hours and, <clears throat> and then my plan was to sleep for eight and then stay awake for another 24 and then sleep for 10 I don't know it's uh I'm just waking up after seven hours of sleep it's eight o'clock in the evening on Sunday I feel like a giant pile of hot garbage um, and I had a holy fuck just the quickest awful dreams of watching Hateful Eight last night and the dream I had was that one of the bounty hunters I was, I was now in the scene uh, I guess I was one of the bounty hunters I don't know one of the bounty hunters I think it was Kurt Russell said that oh my god how did it go if you can see the way he does it is by sight. The, his, the better his sight, then he automatically... I don't I really forget, but it turned out to be if I'm looking at anything, my, I'll instantly go blind, is what it was. And and then for like hours afterwards, when I have to get up to go to pee in real life, I'd suddenly believe this. And I'd be like, oh shit, and I'd have to like cover my eyes while I got out of bed and like scurried for the lamp. And, and I'm like, it would take like a little while before I realized like, Nope, nope, that's not how reality works. I, I can look at things without going blind. That's not the purpose of eyes, is to go blind as soon as you use them. Um, oh, fuck. So just, this is really fucking with my head. Oh, my God. Anyway. Good morning! <laughs> Currently 7.44 a.m. on a Tuesday, and I'm awake. <clears throat> I've been awake for a while. My alarm went off at 6, and I just kind of snoozed around for until about 7, and then laid in bed until now, but it still, it worked. I stayed awake for 24 hours, slept for 8, stayed awake for another 24 hours, and managed to do this. So now I'm hoping to get up at 6-ish from here on out. So fuck a day! Two days of torture... And I'm up in the morning. <laughs> Yay. I don't recommend this to anybody. Well, that didn't last long. It's very difficult going to bed at 10 p.m. and waking up at 6 in the morning and having a social life with friends who don't do that at all. Um, so I ended up going out drinking and going to bands, like shows and parties for like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it, I'm just, it's, I'm, it's fucked. So I'm going to try again. And you know what? There's only three days off. I'm going to take my melatonin tonight and see if I can just jump right back into things. I don't know. We're going to see. Oh my God. Okay. So around this time, I would normally be diving into a dream interpretation segment or perhaps a let's learn some shit segment, but I, I, I just don't want to do it. I, I'm it's rainy and it's Easter and I'm going to my friends for ham later. And I just, I just don't want to, I just don't want to fucking do it, but I got to give you something. You came all this way 
So, uh, uh, okay, how about uh, the history of lube? There you go. You're welcome. You're listening to the History of Lube, written by Kim Wong Shing, and narrated by me, Mylar. Fucking enjoy this shit. When's the last time you sang the praises of lube? When you hear about what our ancestors used to use before commercial lube was invented, you'll likely feel a lot more grateful. Modern commercial lube wasn't invented until the early 20th century, and even then it was a far cry from the plethora of products we have available now. There are a ton of options available today that tick all the boxes. They provide long-lasting lubrication, contain lab-tested ingredients, and are friendly to both vaginas and penises. Back in the day? Mm, not so much, my friend. But the natural world is full of slippery substances derived from seeds, leaves, fruits, roots, and gross, even animals. Our ancestors had no problem creating lubes from the resources around them, some of which you'd never imagine. Three hundred and fifty BCE Olive Oil Who'd have thought? The ancient Greeks were really into sex. Like a lot. Like a disturbing amount. And they were very open to anal sex and male homosexuality. They also used olive oil for pretty much everything. The earliest mention of olive oil as a lubricant is from 350 BCE. That's around the same time that the dildo became popular. Ancient Greek dildos were made of padded leather. <laughs> and yes, anointed with olive oil. Sex scholars believe olive oil was likely the go-to lubricant for both the ancient Greeks and Romans. <clears throat> Excuse me. It also doubled as a contraceptive? I don't think so. As mentioned by Aristotle in one text, and while olive oil definitely won't actually prevent pregnancy, all right, good, it does make for a perfectly effective and safe lube even today. Sexual lubricants have been around for centuries, explained Dr. Sherry A. Ross, woman's health expert and authority of Sheology, the definitive guide to women's intimate health. Period. <clears throat> Long ago, olive oil was readily available, effective, and a natural lubricant, Ross told Men's Health. In the modern age, olive oil is still used as a viable and popular sexual lubricant. It is not, however, safe for use with latex-based condoms or dental dams, nor are any other oils as they cause the latex to break down, so just don't use it. The next on the list is seaweed for thousands of years. That's horrifying. What the fuck? People in Japan, Korea, and China have used a substance derived from seaweed as lube for millennia. Why millennia is in quotes, I don't know. Per botanist Ryan Drum, they boiled red seaweed to produce a thick, sticky liquid called... I don't know how to pronounce that. 
called um, Karajinan. There's a lot of R's and E's. <clears throat> Karajinan is water-soluble, gelatinous, and slippery. Or in other words, a really great lube. <laughs> Karajinan is used in many modern lubes and lubricated condoms, like Sliquid Natural C. Studies show that it may help reduce the transmission of HPV. Well, isn't that fancy? Yams. 1603 CE. Jesus. Fun fact, the Japanese were just as tolerant of anal sex and male homosexuality as the ancient Greeks. During the Edo period, 1603 to 1868, they lubed up with a substance called Tororojiro, a slick substance made by grating Chinese yams. Nowadays, Tororojiro is now known as a popular Japanese soup. Boy, did they ever get mixed that up. Yam lube, which is way more fun to say, is not a thing anymore. Although there is an episode of Grace and Frankie in which Frankie makes a homemade lube out of yams. It's hard to even begin to imagine a yam lube, but luckily Eric M. Garrison, sexologist and sex counselor, has actually made a lube with yams in real life. In this case, the yams were combined with agar, a seaweed-derived ingredient. The consistency is very similar to applesauce. Uh, the taste is sweet and, uh, and earthy, Garrison told Men's Health. But it has a beige, creamy color. Uh, when I taste jicama, it, re- it reminds me of that. So, you know, it's not, it's not anything that most Westerners would recognize as lubricant. But I'll put anything on my body, says Garrison. Clove oil, 1603 CE. Now we're getting a little bit better. Also in Japan in the Edo period, men would routinely use clove oil as a lubricant for anal sex as well as for dildos. Clove oil is rather strong essential oil. So it might seem counterintuitive to use it for sex because, ouch! (laughs) But clove oil remains in use as an ingredient in modern lubes, sprays, and creams. Sprays? You can get lube in a spray? Get me that immediately. Oh my god. I just want to go downtown and spray that shit everywhere. Sorry, I digress. Lube sprays and creams designed specifically for anal sex. It has been pain-killing and muscle-relaxing. Oh. Oh, well then. Uh, And it can hardly be handy for that particular act if used with caution. One modern lube uses clove oil to relax the area for safe and comfortable penetration. Spit! Since, like, forever. Duh, spit! It's free, and it's always there, just waiting to be used liberally. Spit has likely been used by all of our ancestors for as long as humans have been having sex. There are two specific references to it in a collection of Chinese jokes from the 18th century. I want to know those jokes. So obviously it was a thing there. In one joke, two, oh, here we go. In one joke, two monks discussing having sex vegetarian style or without any spit. I'm guessing that was funnier in China in the 1700s. 
Uh, that is, that is, that made me chuckle. Spit is not an ideal lube, mind you. Can you even call spit a lube? It is more like a last resort. It doesn't provide much lubrication, and it's not very hygienic. Early modern lube. Early 1900s. In more recent history, people used KY jelly as lube before it was meant to be used for that purpose. KY jelly was originally marketed as a surgical aid in the early 1900s. The glycerin-based substance soon became popular for sex, and eventually the company accepted its fate as the most popular lube of all time. In the more recent years, KY jelly and its main competitor, Astroglide, has fallen somewhat out of favor thanks to critiques over its potential to reduce fertility. <gasps> Who would have known? Similarly, Vaseline patented the very first petroleum jelly in 1872, and though it's really never been intended for sex, <laughs> well, <laughs> right. <clears throat> in 2019, a quick internet search will yield you plenty of high-quality lubes with modern ingredients. Garrison doesn't recommend using Vaseline, spit, or glycerin-based lubes. But if you want to get down like your ancestors, plant oils remain a reliable option. Coconut oil is Garrison's top pick, but olive oil is a good choice too, my slippery friend. Olive oil can be added to the list of choices for effective lubricant. Sherry concurred. My, my voice has changed. It's natural and lasts longer than water-based lubricants. Alas, not everyone can just haul their olive oil from the kitchen to the bedroom with good results. So says you. Some women and men notice more skin irritation, including rashes and hives, when using olive oil. Sherry said. If you are prone to skin sensitivities or yeast infections, olive oil may not be your best option. Extra virgin coconut oil is another safe and natural option that many couples are experimenting with during sexual activity. And if you do go with olive oil, remember not to rely on latex-based condoms. This has been the History of Lube, written by Kim Wong Shing writer in New Orleans, narrated by me, Mylar. I hope you enjoyed this educational aspect of your day. Subscribe for more history of things to come.